Good morning, fuckers. It's another day of the Daily BM. I have uh, my co-host Mikey and Hey, what's going on, Eric? Uh, good morning. What's going on, brothers? I'm feeling really good today, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I finally, feel better after the last week. What was last week? I I got so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I got so goddamn sick. I didn't. T- I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take a shower for three straight days. And believe bring, me, I, bring I, the listeners up to speed. What 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 transpired? Okay, so I had like basically had a terrible panic attack on Tuesday night, and I got so worked up over it that it my nerves completely broke down, and it made my body physically sick. And that's never really happened before. I've had panic attacks before, but this legit made me sick. And maybe I had something coming on that I wasn't aware of, but whatever it was, this you know just push it over the top. And so when I woke up Wednesday morning, and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm trying to do the show. Remember when be, right before we started, I had to keep getting up because I had to keep run to the bathroom and puke my brains out. So that just kept going on and on and on for the next three or four days. And uh, but. Um, I wasn't even able, like I, the bathroom from my, my bathroom from my, uh, my bedroom is about two feet away. Literally. All I had to do is just walk out, stumble two feet and throw my head into the porcelain God. Well, I, it was coming out both ends really, really bad. So I was, I, my asshole was raw. I mean, raw. And then after the third day, when I was, when I could, when you could smell yourself stinking, that's when you know, okay, you need to do something about it. But I didn't have any balance. I was constantly nauseous. I could barely, barely stumble the two feet to go spackle the uh, toilet, let alone hop in a wet shower where I probably would have busted my ass and cracked my head open. So I remembered that the last time I was in the hospital, they gave me the hospital grade uh, body wipes, you know, that they use. Like if a patient, if a patient can't take a shower with a you know, if they can't take a shower, basically, it's kind of like a sponge bath thing they use before surgeries and before procedures. You guys know what I'm talking about? They're uh, like the, no. they're like the moist towelettes for your ass that you can flush. Except okay. this is for, this is for your whole body. You can so I, I remember I had a, a whole pack of them, brand new. So I was able to go in my closet and get one. I tear it open and I'm like, okay, they smell really good. And I, I was like, okay, this is going to be better than getting in the shower right now. So I put it all over my, <laughs> I put it all over my face. I'm like, ah, oh, nice and clean, nice and clean. Do my arms, my armpits, my balls, my shaft, you know, my ass crack, my, well, my feet before and everything else before my ass crack. Well, then I remembered and I was like, I don't, now I remember why I hated these and I haven't opened that pack yet because they're fucking sticky for one. And mm. two, I forgot how bad my ass was raw already and I forgot how bad they burn on that raw ass crack. Oh, damn. <laughs> so not only was I in more pain <laughs> and more suffering, holy shit. So finally, after the third, third and a half day, I was able to eat, uh, I ate two egos. That was it for basically three whole days. Wow. And that was not good. No. And then on the fourth day, I only puked once. I threw up yesterday morning once. I'm like, God damn, I'm pregnant. Did and you then, want to tell the listeners what had happened? What had happened was <laughs> the cause to bring this on or no? <laughs> I, I, you know, I honestly got, I, I think I might've got food poisoning from eating some kind of nasty raw fish or something. 
Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, that actually took me a second this morning. I'm a little behind. <laughs> that, I was that like, joke had like a lot of seconds. <laughs> I'm only hitting on seven cylinders at the moment. And I just literally went like this. Wait, what? Well, time what to fire say? all eight of them up. <laughs> I was like, what fish? Where did you go to eat fish? That's what I was like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, that's, definitely, that that's definitely an inside joke <laughs> in all senses of the word. No, so yeah. What's, so, the, uh, what's the inside joke? I, I'm curious. I, never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we'll talk about that on a future episode. All right. That so, sounds good. Sorry. So, so you're 100% uh, feeling better. So did, did that situation but... get resolved or are you still in limbo? Oh, oh, you're talking about the Karen next door? Correct. Yeah, well... uh my roommate's dad contacted her. They have a lawyer on attorney and he assured her there's absolutely nothing that bitch can do about me being here. Oh, that's good. See, I well, told you you're stressing out for no reason. You, yeah, you, you were, you did. You both did. And thank you very much for that. Um, but then Beth, she said, that's Beth is my roommate. If for those you don't know, we're, we were talking and she goes, you know, not for nothing, Eric, I think, uh, I think I might want to sell the place. And she's like, I can't live the rest of my life living, you know, the next 30 years living next door to that. Well, I'm you don't like, have to. She's old, so she won't be there. Yeah, she's going to die <laughs> anyway. I mean, I mean she, I know she's, she's, she's she, Yeah, but like bitches like that are built like steel, man. <laughs> they keep going and going. They look like 120. <laughs> that lady is like a gas-powered ass hammer. You know, like she's a pole star. She doesn't wow. shut the fuck up until the gas tank's empty. <laughs> and still sputters. Uh, it does. It really does. But yeah. And so I, I've now I've seen her uh, twice since then because I've been mm -hmm. inside and not left my bedroom literally for, like I said, the last couple of days. And I finally went outside and I saw her twice and she looked at me and I just gave her this dirty ass, you know, glare like, mm, what are you going to do? What? <laughs> I'm going to call it the cops. For what? <laughs> what? And tell him you're a whiny cunt? <laughs> wow. I said runt with an R. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how I heard it. <laughs> <sighs> so you weren't even, you're not even going to try to make nice with her, huh? Oh, me? No, I'm not. I have no reason to apologize. I've already apologized to her once for blowing up at her before for being a complete bitch. And uh, this time she was completely in the wrong. And we all know it. The neighbors across the street know it. And so, but that, this is the one cool thing about my roommate, Beth, though. She said, I'm thinking about selling the place. And uh, she's like, I'm going to look more into it. And so she's going to go actively, you know, start house hunting soon. And she said, but Eric, no, ma no matter where I go, you are absolutely more than welcome to come with me. Oh, so uh, yeah, that was, that's, that, that's good looking out right there. That's, that's what a great friend's all about, you know? That's cool. At least you got, you know, that kind of resolved. Yeah. I was happy about it. So that's good. Did you guys, I mean, uh, go ahead. No, you go first. I was just going to say, how soft are you guys' hands? Very. Moderately. But one more so than the other. <laughs> no. I was going to say, my hands are calluses. so like soft. I feel like I could be like one of those male hand models. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm like looking at them. Yeah. I'm just sitting here staring down at my hands for some stupid reason going, golly, my hands are like freaking ultra soft. I won't say why, but they just are. Moisturized, man. Yeah, the bottoms are way more moisturized than the top. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just thought that. I was just looking at my hands going, damn, dude. I mean, I really don't have like ugly nails either. 
anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah, we, we talked about personal hygiene before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you don't have a strong nail game as a dude, chicks look you're kind of gross. Uh, of chicks course they do. They're like, if you got dirt all under your nails and stuff, they think that you're lazy as shit. Yeah, because you that, are. It's not alone. Yeah, I mean, it's like you don't take care of your shit. It's like now, I like that if you're working hard outside, if you're doing or working hard yeah, inside, right. doesn't matter what. You get some dirt under your nails, and it's yeah. Guess what? I, I'm not going to trim my nails yet because they're still a little too short, and right. you don't get them clean in two days or three. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you let them grow and get real funky underneath, I'll have to be honest with you. I let my feet go a little bit, man. Sometimes those bitches look like you know curly fries you know what i mean the nails so i'm just gonna be i let them go <laughs> from time fries? to time i've let them go and then i have to like my woman has to go hey man it's time you need to pull out the cutters you know what i mean <laughs> and i'm like yeah. okay all right you know because i let my feet go more than i let anything go so i try to get pedicures on a regular basis for that oh hell yeah where do you guys go around here here in uh, lakeland or you go out of town for them i go to that place uh next to the uh used to be the Cobb theater i think it's cmx now next Right next to uh, Burger Twenty One. Oh yeah, yeah. My wife, Speaking my of- wife goes. Been going there for years. So uh, whenever she goes, I tag along. I go to the <sighs> when I go, I go to the place behind Miller's Ale House. Behind Miller's Ale House. Yeah, there's Miller's like a little Ale place House. right oh. there. Since I hit it off with the uh, owner of the place, you know, when during, during the last World Cup, I just kind of mm-hmm. revisit him from time to time. He's when I do go. Uh, which is few and far in between. But when I do go, I go to the uh, the public shopping center right off Clubhouse and 98. You know that public shopping center is right there? Oh, yeah. Oh, right yeah. Right there. Yeah, just right in there. They're, they rock. Hmm. There's a new one over by my place uh, over near Greenwise. I tried that one. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Mm-mm, it wasn't too bad. Um, I didn't even know they were there for the longest time. I just stumbled across them on accident. But it's really nice so, on the inside. So, Mike, you said you barely got any sleep last night, right? Yes, sir. Sa- same here. I don't know why. I took a sleeping aid, Ambient, and and I took it. I went to bed relatively early for me because I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get go to bed early, get freshened up, have a good night's sleep, get freshened up in the morning, ready to rock and roll. Well, I take the Ambient, and then next thing I know, it's 2.52 in the morning, and I'm awake. And I go, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, uh-oh. Did I take the wrong thing? <laughs> like I'm, I'm about to start tripping balls or something here in a couple minutes. And uh, so I took it and then I, I looked at the clock and I was freaking out. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I ended up finally going back to bed, but I then woke up at quarter of six again. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no getting back to bed tonight. I was like, I'm just going to stick it out. So I just went in the kitchen, made a bowl of cereal and a couple of blueberry eggs, filled up and then just got stuck in a K-hole watching um, WWE wrestling. On YouTube, Damn. of all things, that's funny. Wrestling, <laughs> I, of all things, yeah. I used to, I, don't tell me you weren't into it when you were younger. I think I, I don't oh, know yeah. if I went with you or not, but I I went with Danny and um and Sean Williams. Yeah, you guys Raw. went to a yeah, Raw. Orlando's Raw, yeah, Monday Night Raw or something like that. That was the only time I ever went to one. It was fun, but I watched the entire 1993 Royal Rumble. It's like. <laughs> It's like 88 minutes long. And I you really like the, watched from 1993. Yeah, because uh, that era was great. And uh, but that's when Ric Flair won it, by the way. But the two announcers were great because it was Bobby the Brain Heenan, who played the heel, and Gorilla Monsoon, who was, you know, 
really famous. This is before McMahon took over. Uh, yeah, I have no idea who those guys everything. are except Ric Flair. All right. Okay. Well, Bobby the Brain Heenan, he's like, the, he was like one of the bad mouth, ma- bad guy managers, you know? But he was also he's a great a commentator. With this kind of heavy set and with the mustache? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. He, 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 I have no idea. He was um, always with the Undertaker oh, and shit. Oh, that was, oh, that was uh, Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. That's it. That's right. <laughs> but so the, the guy, the guy, Bobby the Brain Heenan, I'm like, who does he sound like? And I'm telling you, if you go just play a clip of Bobby the Brain Heenan from any wrestling event that he was announcing, you're going to hear Brad speaking. Close your eyes and you're going to say, holy shit, that's Brad. Wow. This, so he sounded like guy, an asshole is what you're saying. <laughs> well, he, but no, but he was funny. He was funny as shit. And they said things as broadcasters back in, this is obviously way back when you can get away with basically anything. Mm. There was this wrestler named Yoko Zuno. Okay. Big, oh, I remember he, him. Right. And he had, um, he, one of his gimmicks was when he fought Hulk Hogan for the world heavyweight title, they had all these, um, Korean or Japanese orient Asian, uh, photographers all around the ringside that act as like Chinese paparazzi for him. And Jerry, the King Lawler goes, Oh my God. He's like, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this many Asians in one building since the last time I went to, since the last time I went to the peaking house or something like that. And I'm like, he said that on live TV. There's a lot of shit back then you could get away with. You can't do it. It's a different time. It's a totally different time because people just get pissed off and, get all woke and or whatever you want to call it maybe not even woke but they get all angry and mad so i don't know and steve harvey's uh when he was running the what is it the price is right family feud family feud there there was some pretty raunchy stuff going on there yeah he, he got away well, richard dawson stuff. used to sit there and kiss every woman on the show <laughs> when he introduced him hello baby Mwah. you know what i mean and i'm like you but can't yeah do that that, but, I'm, but um uh Fuck, what's his name? It's that's more current. Oh, you're talking, just, Steve, you're talking about Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. That's still running, I think, isn't it? Doesn't he still host yes, that? Or is. Does he stop? Nope. He's still he hosts it. everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a, he has work everywhere, man. <laughs> Remember when he announced the wrong winner of the Miss USA pa- yeah. Miss America pageant? Whoops, <laughs> 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 player, my bad player. <laughs> <laughs> Go that sit down, suck. sweetie. Go sit down. Get back in line, sweetie. Sorry about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was strange. yeah, it would be embarrassing though. I mean, if you read the wrong name off on something like that, man, on that big. Well, I think they handed him the wrong card. Oh, they did I, or something. <laughs> there was a foul up somewhere, but he caught the butt ass end of it because it, it was his. It came out of his mouth. It was like the same year as um that what happened. They uh, there was a show. It was Holly Woodland. Holly, oh my God, it was La La Land when they announced that best picture. And yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. got on stage and they were like thanking everybody. And then they realized that they had handed the guy the wrong card and he read off the wrong card. And they were like, so they had to call the actual winners up there. And it was, it was pretty funny. You guys remember that or no? Yeah. That was when uh, Moonlight came out too. And I think Moonlight actually won best picture yeah, that Moonlight, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually won it, but they kind of got, they kind of screwed up because they gave it to La La Land. Jesus. And the guy made the speech like, thanks for the best award that I'd ever got, you know, or something like that. It was pretty funny. <laughs> You have to catch it on YouTube. Thanks. For hey, the what did you guys warning. get? What did you guys get into this past weekend? Because uh, I know Brad. I know uh, you mentioned something about going to see live music somewhere. Um, did you I end was up gonna, doing I that? I was going to go yesterday, and I ended up not going. I was going to go see um, uh, Jerry Stover and his band up at um, Tanner's Dockside. I guess it's in Winter Haven. And, okay. Uh, and I just didn't go. I just didn't go. I ran out of time. I had like errands to run, and I was cleaning and shit. My my, when you were talking about like giving yourself a bath, 
with a <laughs> with that cloth. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But I, I realized when I walked in my room back, like how bad my sheets like were sweaty smelling, like musk. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I sweat when I sleep. I don't know about the rest of you, but even if the air is down to fucking 60 degrees, I still sweat. So I like literally have to stay on top of like my, my comforter and stuff like that because I can't cool down because I'm just so hot and not in a good oh, way. I, under- <laughs> but, I understand uh, that. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I just hit the gym. I hit the gym a couple times. So I tried to get my fat ass back in there and, and doing shit. Um, doing those 12 ounce curls, huh? No, I did that Friday night with, without a doubt, but um, Saturday, I kind of took a little bit of a recovery day. And then Sunday, I worked out. This morning, I went to the gym before we got on here, actually. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, it was pretty low-key, but it was fun. That's What about you, Mike? Uh, I just <laughs> went to International Mall on, I want to say Saturday night or Saturday. Did a little shopping. Uh, had some dinner. And then yesterday, I um, was going to go to a, a lightning game. But... Uh, wasn't in the mood, so didn't oh, go. for a Bolts game, really? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that they beat the Devils and then uh, they lost last night, unfortunately. Oh, damn, <clears throat> we're still Did gonna make play? the playoffs regardless. Play? The Devils, oh, both nights had two games, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, my how about, uh, how about okay. you, Eric? Oh, I, I was sick. So it it really wasn't it really wasn't was fun. <laughs> last last night was the first time that I felt a lot better than just a little better. And so I was able to eat lunch and dinner and I the, I was looking forward to cuz I watch Shark Tank all the time just the reruns and stuff, but every uh every Sunday at 10 o'clock is one of my favorite shows Bar Rescue. Oh, comes on at it, it comes on at 10 o'clock every Sunday brand new um on Paramount. And I so in John Taffer, who's the host of the show, I don't know if you're familiar with him, mm-hmm. but uh, he live tweets during the, the new shows. So I was tweeting at him stuff. He actually favored one of my tweets. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm famous. <laughs> nice. I'm oh, such did. a fucking geek. You, you know what's strange? Like, if you go research a lot of those bars, they end up failing anyways. A lot of them do. It's a hard and business. I, <clears throat> and then a lot of them blame Tafford for it. Yeah, his concept just wasn't really what the community wanted. Yeah. Like, they didn't want that kind of cocktail program. They want their past blue ribbon. (laughs) One of my favorite was, did you watch the episode with the pirates? It was downtown in corporate, and he turned it to corporate bar, and the guy had, like, one eye in there, and they just, then they ended up turning it back, and they had that grog that was undrinkable. Oh, why don't we just go ahead and see ourselves? I totally remember that. (laughs) I guess they went out of business, and then they moved down to Sarasota, and they started another bar, and it ran that into the ground. And then tried to start another bar somewhere else, and it it's failing too. And now they're like poor and destitute, and they're blaming it all on Taffer. That's it gave him such a, It gave us such a bad. He's like, it's like it gave us such a bad reputation that anywhere we go, people recognize us and they they give us grief. It's like because you're an idiot because you couldn't see that <laughs> that corporate bar was going to make money for you and turn things around. Then you ended up turning it back into a fucking pirate bar, which nobody wanted. When I saw that episode, I was like, that guy's an idiot. I mean, because the corporate bar it wasn't a guy, it was well. a woman. It was a woman. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it was hus- a chick. That's right. And her husband and her husband was like a deadbeat, like just, just an aggressive, angry, deadbeat. Angry. Yeah. Yep. The cook, right? The he cook. was the cook. He was the cook. Yeah. And he was he was like he was he was <clears throat> belligerent, didn't cook things to order, was an asshole. The, the <clears throat> wait staff was more important, more wanting to hang out with their friends instead of waiting on people. And it was just super shitty service. Every I mean, time I every time I watch a rerun of it, 
and, or a brand new episode of it. I, I always Google the bar afterwards to see where they are now. And like you said, yeah, a lot yeah. the majority of them do end up closing down. And, but the ones that do close down are the ones that change the concept back to the original. Oh, 100%. And they, or they, they take away, they, they'll strip the walls and keep some of the stuff on the menu or take all the stuff on the menu off and keep the crap up on the wall. You know, it's like if you do what the guy's, the, the, he's in that position for a reason. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's just, it's just like Gordon Ramsay. Like I watch kitchen nightmares religiously and all all of his, all of his shows. And, uh, remember the, the, uh, the restaurant he visited Amy's, um, Amy's bakery out in Arizona. Mm. Do you remember that one? Mm -mm. I don't know. Well, anyway, he, he ends up not helping them. And cause she was a complete, him and her husband were delusional, complete idiots or whatever. So they revisit it and stuff. Now they get hate mail and stuff because of the way they were and all their food was like pre-made and they lied about it and their desserts weren't homemade. Like they said, and Gordon Ramsay just, he just threw them under the bus. It was great. It's like, yeah, if you're not going to, you called me, they called them to come out there. They're the ones who write those sob stories. Like we need your help with this, that, and the other. Correct. You know? You know, it's funny because like, you know, in any bar, if you've got food that you're serving in that bar, it really comes down to the service, the food, and then your liquor cost. Because yeah. like if you have shitty bartenders, that can drive your cost. So, I mean, you know, Eric, I mean, you worked in the industry. So it's like, of course, it, it, it like it's ridiculous. You got shit. If you got shady bartenders, they're giving away shit, giving away the house. That's costing you money every pour. So. You need it to be a perfect on point level bar all the way across, you need a 20, 30, and a 50, a 20% liquor cost. You need a 30% food cost and a 50% labor cost all on the line. And that's how you succeed. And any, anybody with any bar knowledge will actually tell you that. Yep. And you got, the, like you said, like, don't get me wrong. When we were bartending, man, we gave away a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah but you know, as well, we, we did some like we made, shit where we went out and got like stuff to report. You, yeah. you remember the day how we uh, did of course. it. I mean, but we weren't, we purposely weren't trying to rip off the company. We were just trying no. to up our satchels, our so salary. to speak. Yeah. Our satchels, <laughs> our man purse, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's called a satchel. Yeah, so, I mean, that was, that was our good buddy, uh, Daniels, uh, yeah, yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> but it worked and it didn't really cost them anything. Cause I mean, they were still making their money, you know what I mean? But it was like, it was a way you for us to be make- able to. Yeah, you know where they make their most money at? More often without getting in trouble. Is on their non-alcoholic beverage on sodas. That's $3 for a Coke. (laughs) For a Coke. Yeah, but you get unlimited refills. It costs like five cents for a glass of Coca-Cola. You know, it it only costs like, I think it's like 10 cents for every beer poured out of a keg. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it is really cheap. That's for sure, especially because all that coat comes in uh, comes in those boxes already pre-made <laughs> and just gets shoved in down that line. You know what I mean? So it's even it's uh-huh. better because it's concentrate. So you know, and it just gets. Pss. Remember that voice we'd always hear in the back. when they run out. That was the worst. We would do it even when you're pressing, like when every time the girls, you could always tell how busy we were if you're in the back of the house because you'd hear. Oh, so just you when the they girls were, using were hitting it. the guns. Oh, yeah. They were hitting the guns, and um, and then the when they were hitting the uh beverage, uh, beverage uh island thing. So I just remember the machines because whenever it run out of syrup, it start making that noise consistently, and you'd have to go change the syrup. I had, mm-hmm. the, I had, I had an incident back when I was uh 
serving tables back in the day. Do um, you remember the um, it, at Chili's on the South Side where we had the sh- uh, shake machine? For the longest time, it was on the other side of the pass-through. Like, on, like yeah. the pass-through was here, and then you had the other side where the wall was, where you walked back out to the thing. So I, got, I had, like, a table of fucking 15 people. They all <laughs> give me cash, right, Mike? And I literally take all the cash, and I put all of it on this table, right? It, it, right by the shake machine. And it's mm-hmm. like all the cash is laid out. I'm, I'm trying to give everybody their change back. I'm just taking my time. I get down to the last one. I, have, I didn't close the book after each one. The shake machine kicks on and the fan <laughs> blows all the money onto the floor from 15 oh, people. Sucks. I have no idea what people gave me, man. I, I li- and you know what, though? They were absolutely 100% honest. Each one of them told me what they gave me because they could have ripped me off. I was like so upset because I was like, you idiot. Why didn't you close that book, man? <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, it's the worst hey, time, man. If there was a, if there was a bar here in Lakeland, we'll just use Lakeland as an example. If there was a bar here that you had control over that you would say, okay, I want to call John Taffer and have him come rescue this bar. What would it be? Mike, you take that one. For, are you taking uh, both of us or just I, me? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't both know. Of you. I, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't go to any bars in Lakeland. I mean, the only one I've been to is like Leo's live. I would say I mean, back and, uh, in I the like day, that place. I would say back in the day, and I don't know how they are now. I would have to go with TA Slammers. Rough. It's a rough bar. Would... Um, I've been in there maybe twice. I've and, never been and I never and, will. <laughs> and I was like scared to death. I mean, I went into Club <laughs> Kathleen, if that tells you anything. <laughs> no, seriously. I've been in Club <laughs> Kathleen like multiple times and I was near as scared as I was in TA Slammers. Because any one of those guys will pull a knife on you, man. I felt yeah, like, you is. know, you're ganky in the parking lot, take your wallet. You know what I mean? <laughs> where you know, I went to Club Kathleen and I was literally one of three white people in the place, you know? So, yeah, TA Slammers would be my would be my pick for sure. <laughs> Rock on. All right, guys, I want to try something here a little different. Um, okay, we're going to call it Here Come the Randos, the random questions for you. Now, I've asked you to each prepare two questions. We're going to roundtable it. Two kind of like what-if scenarios or two just questions that you have to ask each of us. We both have to answer and then we'll go to the next person and then we'll go to the next person and we'll round table it. So like, do right, you want me to start? Yes. So, okay. So I'm not making any sense. All right. So my first question, let me just try to read my notes here. Cause I don't, I can't see up close. I had to write, type this in. All right. So let's just say I'm holding a briefcase with 250 G's in it. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And inside is 250 G's and I will gladly hand it over to you. No questions asked, but you have to have intercourse with another male. And he has to, and you both have to finish. Would you accept the $250,000 and do that? Yes. Well, that was easy. <laughs> Here's the briefcase, bro. Man. I mean, just for like, because it's only going to take me a minute or two. So but it's going to be video. T- now I'll, throw, I'll throw a curveball in. It's going to be on the internet. Oh, forever. I'm going to say no. Because again, fi- a fine print. Because if you'd have said just me getting off, I'd have said yes. But you said you both have to get off. You could put oh, me with some guy. You could put oh. me with some guy that doesn't have the ability to put off, and it could just be a complete fucking spectacle, and I could end up not making anything. <laughs> yeah, fine print. I did. I did read the fine print it's, because I didn't hear that fine part. Print. Yeah, I, I revoked that answer. That would be a definite no. <laughs> if he, if I have to finish him too. We could throw that shit up on lube tube for everyone to watch. Uh, no, especially if you're putting it on the internet. Absolutely not. I'd walk away. 
Yeah, it's not worth two hundred fifty grand. No, um, it is. Your if life you get, and it is if you get royalties. So, what's the royalties looking like, though? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have my lawyer Mike here with me before I sign this contract. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you get royalties, then you know a little bit of plastic surgery, no one will ever recognize you. <laughs> Change your face. Yeah, like 250 G's. Move your face and get something else. I'm going to take his face off. Yes. That's such a good movie. It was. That's Mm. like one of those, it's one of those really good crappy movies like Con Air. It's like a shitty movie, but it's a great movie. I really want to see his new movie coming out. I think it's called Cage, where he plays himself as a movie actor and he goes to this guy's house because the guy's going to pay him a shit ton of money to come just hang out with him for the weekend. And he ends up being like this huge drug cartel guy and yep. shit just goes downhill and he has to play like all the characters from all his movies like throughout the movie you know like it's it's like a satire it's it, it looks funny like it's called cage if you get a chance look it up yeah i'm gonna definitely you youtube it surprised you guys haven't seen the trailer for it is it kind of like uh being john malkovich like, i think I, I think so it's been so long since i've seen that movie i can't really remember it it's like here. have you seen uh 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 jvd jean-claude Van Damme, JCVD, sorry. No. <laughs> that is the best fucking, I think it was a series. I think it's either series <laughs> or a movie, but it was hysterical. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme playing a movie star who's actually a super secret agent. Hmm. So it's himself playing himself playing an agent. So it's like three characters in one. In and one. it's so fucking corny and so campy, but it's hysterical. And what's the name of it? It's J-C-V-D. John claude Van Damme, but it's just his initials. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really liked it. I don't know. But I mean, I like Spaghetti, Spaghetti Man, too. I don't know what it's on. Uh, it's, I, I saw it a long time Man ago. Body myself, but <laughs> I like Spaghetti Man. That Some people hate Spaghetti Man, so... It's the, uh, I don't know if I have the best. Uh, it was back in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> is it a true right, story? Mike, it, that was the first question Mike, that came up. Is it a true story? Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. I think, right. that's, I think that's the one that I'm talking about. I think it was JV, JCVD. Yeah, it is. Um, I can see it. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. 2008. Yeah, Gets involved in a bank robbie with hostages situation and reflects <laughs> on his life during it. Maybe not. Maybe that's not it. Hold on. Because I thought it was a. No, okay. The, the actual show. Sorry, the actual show was called Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, that was okay. the actual name of the it's show. A, it's a show, or yeah, it was a, it was an episode, episodic show. From it ran from 2016 to 2017. Not a long run then. <laughs> it was Jean Claude Van Johnson. Is what it was. Yep, I see it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's it on was. Amazon. Season one, Prime Video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing that uh, my boy turned me on to when it comes to movies and TV shows was uh, these mini skits from funnierdie.com. Have you heard of Trump Driver? Trump Driver, no. It's okay. It's a it's a shitty made cartoon where Donald Trump is a taxi cab driver and his passenger. He has a passenger in the back in each episode, but they take his real voice from real clips. Yeah, and and come up with the topic that he is talking about, and the people in the back are like, "What the fuck are you talking?" I'm telling you, I can't explain it because I've only watched it once. But there's five episodes so far on season one. I I highly recommend to check it out. Just go to YouTube and type in Trump Driver. You'll laugh your ass off. 
They're only like three, three and a half minute shorts. All right. I have a question since we're all doing okay. questions. All right. So you have 15 or you have five minutes to learn how to fly and land a hot air balloon for a half a million dollars. Oh, Would yeah. Easy. It? But you can't yes. take your phone or anything with you afterwards. I mean, you just got to no. remember and retain it. No, I've already, means- I already, I've already seen that done and done it. So, <laughs> yeah, you've done it. Yeah, yeah. The guy let me land, let me uh, land it with his supervision. So, I would be half a million dollars richer, Eric. You know, I don't think I would re, uh, even attempt it. No fucking way. It's not that hard because you can only control up and down. Right. Yeah. Th- therein lies the problem. That's it. <laughs> 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 that's it so it's literally just you're just little because it's taking you on a flight path and they design it to go um you have a little bit of left and right based on the thermals so you have to kind of feel your way around a little bit because you can move forward backward going up or down at the different altitudes that he knows how to do that but um but yeah worry. i mean it's basically an open field and it's and it and you didn't say where i had to land it wasn't like i had to land on bull side i just had to get it on the ground nope just had to get it on the ground yeah so I mean, that's not a problem at all. I had yeah. no idea this motherfucker knew how to flew a fucking goddamn high hot air balloon. <laughs> no I swear to God. Yeah. I'm like this. I thought for sure I was gonna be like, you know, he's not gonna do it. And then he's like, Yep, been there, done it. I planted him, so not a problem. I'm like, fuck, bitch just got a half a million dollars. <laughs> like normally I say yes to everything, like, yep, yeah, huh? Yep, did it, will do it. This time I'm like, nope. Eric will be Joe Dirt, he'd be up it. in the air floating up in the fucking <laughs> Look, we hey. found ourselves a meteor. <laughs> help me down here. <laughs> All right, Mike. All right, Mike your question? turn for your question. Um, you have to pick. You have a gun to your head, and you have to pick ten people out of a crowd of twenty to stand in front of a firing squad. How would you pick them? For half a million dollars. <laughs> now, do I do I know them? Uh, are they just random strangers? Are they just random strangers, or or do they have to be people I know? Because um, you didn't specify. Yeah, it, it could. It doesn't. That to me doesn't matter. Because the oh. obvious answer is the people you know you're going to save first. So I mean that's obvious. Uh, randos. But if it's a group of randos, how would you pick them? <laughs> Eric's going to say yes. I can see it in his face. <laughs> Fucking bastard. Fucking murderer. He's like, fuck uh, you, I'll take the money. Is it yes or no? I mean, yes or no? Like, or or I didn't say I didn't read the homework assignment. So, like, I said you have a gun to your head. Like, you have to make the choice. That's 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 a good one. Is it friends or is it people just randos? So, So you you have to make the selection or you die yourself and then nobody else has to die. If it's randoms, I'm I'm picking right away. So then how would you pick them? If you had 20 people you had to pick, and it's a wide spectrum of people, like different ages, different races, different sexes, different uh, heights, weights, whole nine yards. Yeah, I I can't say how would exactly you prioritize them? who I'd pick first. They would just randomly pick you, 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 you. Line up. go right down the line. All right, so then the, sec- so then the second question is, is that... Wait, wait, I'll I'll the answer. So oh, yeah, mine, yeah, mine would be, I would pick people that are over the age of 80 if they were in that group and then I would work my way down the age line because they've lived pretty much most of their life. If it was randos, if it was people I knew, wow. I couldn't do it. If it was people I did, if, if, if it was people I knew, I couldn't do it. So now I'd what take, happened? I'd have to eat a bullet. Okay. 
so then the follow-up question to that, because this is a two-parter. Okay. It now goes to 100 people out of 10. And you can't see the people or anything. You just have to pick numbers. And out of those 100, one person is one of those 100 people is someone you know. So they have a 1 in 100 chance of getting selected just by random numbers. I'd roll the dice. Yeah, you have to in that kind of situation, right? One out of a hundred? Yeah, dude, I'm going to roll the dice. I mean, I'm going to be rich, and then more than likely, I'm not going to kill the person that I care about. Yeah, the odds are in your favor that you won't. (laughs) Give me the odds, whatever be in your favor. I mean, actually, it's not one in a hundred. It's actually uh, one in... Well, no, because there's ten spots, so (laughs) it's it's a multiple, so the percentage is a lot higher, because you have... You have 10 opportunities to pick that person out of 100. So I so don't one exactly know 10. what the probability is. One out of 10, which could possibly be somebody you know. Well, yeah, I know because it declines because the first one is one out of 99. Oh, that's true. First one's one yeah, out yeah. of 100. Second one's one out of 99. Like 99. Third one's one out of eight. It's a probability. And I can't I'd remember. I'd still roll that. the dice. <laughs> Eric still rolls the dice because all I mean, 10, why not? 10 out of 100, more than likely he's got a 90% success rate. <laughs> Correct. Those are those are odds you take. I would now. I would, uh, okay, so I now know. now the follow to that was you took it and you won the money, but then you found out that one of those people was like the most important person in your life that you killed. And you still feel okay with it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's your answer. <laughs> I saw the look on his face. I knew it was coming. Yeah, and <laughs> so you'd save yourself and take the money. <laughs> Fuck yes! Listen, because listen, listen, because in, in that in that in that scenario, you, you no, you have to roll the dice in that kind of scenario because it's like the the odds are in your favor that you're not going to kill that person. But if you end up accidentally, because it is an accident that you it's not an accident, you they, it was a choice. No, 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 no. I like the way you justified it. It was a fucking choice. <laughs> It's like you never, you know, you never hit on sixteen, okay? <laughs> oh my so, god! But I'm well, serious, one, actually, I, because we found out, don't go anywhere with fucking Eric out of the country into a third world country because <laughs> if there's a situation where you got a gun, you're he's he's gonna make you eat the bullet. <laughs> She's the one who squealed. It was her. <laughs> so let me yeah, exactly. ask you a let me let me ask you a question, Brad. Sure. There's a gunman in the room because mm-hmm. this is your answer. You're standing next to your dad who's 80 right would you take the bullet or would you use him as a human shield (laughs) knowing my dad's personality (laughs) he would want me to pick him because he would want me to live because i would be the same way if it was caleb but the roles reversed i'd be like let me take the bullet i would i'd die for my son 100 percent. i'd hope so so I think my dad, because I know him and he thinks the same way I do, that's a pretty easy pick for me. Okay. So you'd pull him in front of you and take the, let him take the ball. Now, wallet. if he looked at me and started crying and shook his head like, no, please don't do it, then I'd fucking do it. Uh, I, would I mean, it's a split, split, Whether it's he's a split 80 or second. Not, it's, it's, it's a split second. It's a split second decision. Knowing his personality, I know I'd see him in heaven and he would look at me and go, you did the right thing. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, he killed And I'm talking, like, I'm talking anyway. like, I'm talking like. I'm talking like you're standing, you're standing facing the gunman and the other person is standing facing you in a conversation and you see them. So you have to move them in front of the bullet without them knowing that they're getting shot. Like that kind of situation, not you're both standing shoulder to shoulder looking at it and you go, who's going to take it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's literally split second. You see a gun. You know, 
you grab the person and put them in front of you, or you move to the right to where they're blocking your gunshot. I would have to say, <laughs> knowing me and knowing how I am, and I'm really protective of my family, Mike, you know this, um, yeah. I probably would instantaneously jump in front of it and eat the bullet. Honestly, I probably would. Because I yeah, would. See, that's what I was thinking too. I Because my thing is, it's like I'm so protective over my family that that would be my first instinct. Like it would be instinctual. If I, it would be an instinct because it would be a split second decision. When you just change the game of that, I was like, yeah, definitely. Then I'd probably eat the bullet 100%. Not probably. All right, good questions, good answers. Yeah, I agree. All right, so here's my se- here's my second one for you guys. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. you're you're on a deserted island with the woman of your dreams. You both have thirty years to live, no matter what. It's thirty years. That's it. So, you have a choice. Choice A is you can have a TV and unlimited movies for all thirty years with no sex but unlimited entertainment for the 30 years or choice B you get no TV, but you get to have sex with her every day, every way, but for only 15 years. And after that, she gets eaten by a shark and dies. Wait, you're going to have to back up. I totally couldn't follow that. You gave so much shit Jesus. that I was like an information. No, that overload. was good. Eric. That you was understand what time of the morning it is because, because it was an easy answer until you threw the fucking shark in there. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to start it over? One more time. Just in the- sure. Sure. All right. So you and the woman of your dreams are on a deserted island. Yeah. You are both given 30 years to live no matter what. Okay. But you're given a choice. Choice A is you're given a TV and unlimited movies for all 30 years, but you cannot have sex with her, but you'll have an entertainment for all 30 years. Choice B <laughs> You get no TV, no unlimited movies, but you get to have sex with her all day, every day, every which way for 15 years. After the 15 years is up, she gets eaten by a fucking shark. So now you're all by yourself. You have no entertainment for the next 15 years and you're all alone. What choice do you pick, A or B? I take the TV, A. Why? Because I got to spend 15 years in exile by myself with just a TV. How fucking boring is that? I mean, Wait. have you not seen like sitting at home at night and you're trying to find something to watch lately? It's like, it's like, Wait, no, you, but you, you said B, which is that's have sex every time for 15 years. For right? 15 years. And then she gets eaten by a shark. And then you're 15 years by yourself. Right. Cause you said yes. 30 years. Yes. With no TV. With no TV. Correct. So it's 15 years with no TV. Oh yeah. yeah. A yeah. all the way. Oh, A all the way. Okay. I'll take that's B. only fi- <laughs> wow Da-da. you know why because there would be I, I think I, I think no matter how awesome the tv would be i think not having that intimate connection would be more painful for 30 years of life than not that's my thought <laughs> okay <laughs> all right i get it <laughs> I get it. Here comes the shark. It'd be a great. It'd be a great. Fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, no, it would. And the thing was, you know, she never ages, and neither do you. You're still gonna live fifteen years by yourself. What are you gonna do? You're gonna whack off the last fifteen years. What? You're on a desert. You're. You're on an island. 
<laughs> you don't have no internet. You have no TV. You have nothing. So what are you going to do? Spit in your hand? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Eric, yeah. <laughs> Find a hot spring on so one of the deserted have, mountains. Do, do I have all the knowledge I have now? Like, is it me? Like, actually me? Or is it just some utopian bullshit where I'm like 15 and I don't know shit? No, it's you as of now. Okay. No, I'd be perfectly fine because I have read enough good books and enough stuff I can have imaginary stories in my head for years. <laughs> Easily. I'd have yeah. to say. I would, I, I would, I would like, fish. I, all I keep thinking is Wilson. He has like a volleyball on the side. Wilson! <laughs> yeah, I would. Right, Brett. I mean, I would because that's, that's, that's actually a coping mechanism to stay sane is creating imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. I have them now. Is that bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people That's create right. uh, a lot of people people create another identity to create the things in their life that they're lacking that they want. I mean, uh, that, Kobe Bryant had Black Mamba. Uh, yeah. You know, Shaquille um, O'Neal has Shaq Diesel. We got a big pop up yeah. We go to. <laughs> yep. Um, I've got you know, walking. Beyonce had Sasha Fierce because <laughs> she had a problem being like out in public and uh, being. Uh, Super shy, so she created a whole identity for herself called Sasha Fierce. Mm. People do it all the time. Who's that? I don't even know who that is. Beyonce. Beyonce. Sasha Fierce wow. was her alter right. ego at the beginning of her career. Um, Lady Gaga had one too. I, I can't something remember something new because I had no idea. I can't remember that the name, but it was uh to it was a guy's name, so she could channel her masculinity in some of her songs and change her Lady Gaga, change her uh, performances. Lady Gaga. Nice. Yeah. Gaga. All right, Brad, your second question. Um, oh, geez, you would throw that on me. Um, my second question would be, you know, I really don't have a second question. You didn't do. <laughs> I really don't. I didn't do my homework. That's all right. I, I'll be honest with you. I really didn't. Um, I don't have a second question, and I don't know if Mike does. He might. I don't know. I don't uh, have so one. So you had the opportunity to, to go – travel to a new solar system uh, with a group of strangers. Um, but you have to leave. You'll, you'll, you won't come back and you won't be able to come back in time to see any of your family members. And when you, when you, if you won't make it back, basically it's a one way trip. Like you won't be, you, there's no way you won't be able to, once you get past the radio frequency, you won't be able to communicate with any of your family or any of your friends. It'll just be you and this new group of like a hundred strangers, say, going off to this new solar system to investigate and learn. And you may die on the ship, but you're gonna see a lot of cool ship cool shit along the way. Would you go? At this point in time, like right now if we had the technology to? Yeah, right now, like this point in time. Like like our today. Ages. Yeah, our ages. Or if space aliens came down and said, Hey, we want to take you with us and another hundred random randos off the planet. You get you get to sign up. You know, there's a lottery system, and you get paid. Let me let me let me ask you, Mike. Does that do you get to speak to your family, or do you have to leave right then and there? Uh, I, I like either that doesn't that doesn't matter. Okay, so okay, it doesn't matter. Okay, now so can gonna, I bring can I bring a friend with me? No. Oh no. Okay, it's just complete strangers. It's then. just complete it's a hundred it's a hundred complete no strangers. Hundred complete I, strangers, and you get to go. Like you've been all picked for some specific reason that. It matters. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to say at my age, I'm, I'm 41 now and I, I have enough friends in my life. I don't need to make any new ones. So I'm staying. Interesting. And I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy too. No, <laughs> that's just, that's a choice that you make. I would go. 
I'd come back to the earth a hundred thousand years later or whatever. If I was no, able to you return. don't make it back. Oh, you don't. Yeah, get you don't make it. Back. You just go. Oh yeah, I go. You just go. Yeah, you just go. You get to you get heartbeat. explore strange. You get to explore strange new worlds for the next hundred percent. Whatever. I'll be gone. I mean, unless you come across an alien. Already clear to everybody I know. Unless you come across a technology or an alien that uh you uh will give you longevity. No, give you longevity. You know what I mean? Like there's you find a race that has beat defied death. They reverse the anti aging gene. So you could live for I, I, I mean, I would go. I mean, I wouldn't even wouldn't even bat an eye. I wouldn't even have to think about it. I'd just go. I'd jump right on the ship and go. I'd be out. All right. So I'd probably be in the paper that I disappeared, so I'm presumed dead, because nobody would know. But. No, no, it'd be a world it'd be a world phenomenon. Like it'd be it'd oh, be oh. like everyone would know. Like it'd be like so I'd be selected. Oh, okay. You're selected. Yeah, you're selected yeah, for I some for whatever reason. I would go. And you have, you know what I mean? Like it's a lottery type, like a lottery type situation and you get selected. Like it's not, out. you just get fucking abducted and they're like, Hey, do you want to come with us or not? Like you have a choice. <laughs> like we so picked you up like just because. It's not like Cocoon, the movie from the eighties. Oh my yeah, God. Wink, wink, wink. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you get the choice. No. Yeah. So it's just like a lottery system, like a hundred, hundred volunteers. Yeah, I go. That's, that's my answer. Final answer. Yeah. All right. Let me lock it in. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what he's what, Johnny. Well, An all-expense paid trip to the University of Buttholes. <laughs> Buttholes. Tiny little baby buttholes. Well, listen, guys. Uh, I know we ran over today. Um, it's probably time for us to cut out. Uh, Eric, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Let's see if you remember. www.thedailybm.com is where you can find all of our info for our social medias and let's check out all of our episodes. You can also go to on Facebook, The Daily BM. And on Twitter, you can go to at underscore The Daily BM. And same with Twitter or Tiki Talk and uh, Instagram. Actually, Instagram is this? at The Daily BM. You're almost there. Oh, you got, you I was got almost about 75% there. of it right. That's okay. That's, and, it's way better than the 50% I got wrong last time. And it's Tiki Talk for, tiki talk for now because by the time we uh, have the next show, I think they go to vote today on that. So uh, oh, okay. to see about the ban. So we'll we'll see if it's still around or, or they, they decided to shut it down. So – Get your videos oh, in, real- people. You got one more yeah. time. <laughs> so yeah, and, and before we get out of here, uh, we got a, our next show coming up. We got a fully loaded show for you. Uh, we're gonna introduce a lot of new things, and uh, the day after that, I'm gonna go two shows out. We're gonna have uh, Schmangle Brian back in the studio with us, and he's got a whole slew of stories. He worked the Reggae Rise Up Festival that was this yeah, past weekend. Yeah, so we're gonna have a lot of fun chatting it up with him about that. Yeah, one of the bands that uh that that was playing there, man, I kind of kicked myself because I didn't realize they were at Vinoy Park, uh, the Dirty Heads. The Dirty Heads. Yeah, man, I I love that band. They are a great reggae band. But um, uh, but because I remember them when they first came out, I had all their, I had all their uh songs downloaded. But um, good good band, good band for sure. Anyway, uh, cool. you guys got anything before we get out of here, Eric? I just spoke my piece, brother. All righty, Mikey. All right, man. Well, guys. We'll catch you. We'll catch you guys tomorrow and we'll see you on the flip side. Have a good one.